the word in the world. You're listening to the Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is the Word in the World. Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics, talking truth, everything from the news to the New Testament. It is now the year 2022, and we are excited to be bringing you guys new content. This is our first episode release of this year. In this episode, we had the pleasure of speaking with Pastor Gregory Warlow of Lighthouse on the Pike Ministries in District Heights, Maryland. And we are discussing the topic, asking the question, are black people God's people? This is something that has come up in conversation between Jason and I over the years, especially in recent years. And we thought it would be a good idea to invite Pastor G on. Some of you guys know him as Pastor G, but to invite Pastor G on to discuss the topic since he has a lot of knowledge in this particular area. And we recorded this intro because we actually lost some of the audio from the actual podcast. So hopefully this is good enough <laughs> and enjoy. Throughout history, just as children, um, you know, when we see pictures of biblical images, uh, whether it be Jesus uh, Michelangelo's picture of God is always, you know, a, a picture of some, of a white person. Uh, so when it comes to mm-hmm. yeah. us being Christians and us studying our Bible, these are kind of the things that I think is on our list where we talked about whitewashing, um, where the history of the Bible itself uh, mm-hmm. have been whitewashed, where we see these images of white men and women and white has been shown as something pure. Um, so we see this picture of God. We see this picture of Adam being white. We see this picture of Jesus being white. So just for you know, just for centuries, this is the idea that obviously uh, you know white is superior. White represents good. Uh, God favors white. Um, so just again, so historically, everybody's always been searching for some form of identity. And the reason that a lot of these things have become so popular over the last few years is because of the likes of social media. Where now we just have at our fingertips, uh, man, we can look up anything. And the danger with that is there's so much information that's out there that's unchecked. And now social media provides platforms for everyone. And um, I read a quote a few years ago, uh, right at the height yeah. of you know when Facebook and Instagram was taken off, about how social media has become the megaphone for a um, megaphone for the uninformed because everybody just gets on and says whatever and it has to be true and they we develop followers and all this other stuff and we began to spread false information but um that's probably we, we can unpack that a little bit more yeah. but i just think that that's what the importance is of why people are searching for this sense of identity uh, because we all there's a thing and then even when we look at um mm-hmm. uh what's the place where you can send in and you can find out your family tree they can do it online yeah, and all of that stuff. So now oh, people are uh, even sending like. you know, their DNA samples into places like that so they can really trace their roots um, back to where they came from. So I think yeah. there's there's something inwardly in all of us that desires you know, to know where we come from. And then when we look at it from a spiritual perspective on how we yeah. relate to God, everybody wants to see themselves um, in, this, in, this, in this story of God's creation mm. and uh, God's uh, and, and throughout history of God's redemption of man. So uh, I think it's a very pertinent question because we should ask 
um, how, because if we just, if we were to just read the Bible without at its surface level, it, it does talk about a group of people called Israel. We hear things like Israel is God's chosen people, but how does mm -hmm. that relate to, because there is a greater, there's, there's, there's right. a, a deeper story than that. Um, but we should ask these particular questions. Um, and then ancestry.com, Michelle just put that up. Uh, we should ask these type of questions because then I can see how, you know, individually how I relate into the whole gospel account into God's story of redemption. So I think that those are uh, very um, pertinent questions. I just think that we should probably pause um, before we just come to an immediate conclusion um, because of our lack of understanding. Mm. Mm -hmm. okay, I kind of want to <laughs> Well, I don't know when we should start digging or not. I feel like I feel like we could just. Hey, I don't want to do this to you, G, but I know you click on your feet. Let's have fun. Let's, 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 you, let's keep it organic. Yeah. Keep <laughs> All right, bet. So one of the things you mentioned uh, right. a few moments back was uh, like like the whitewashing, right? Uh, pertaining to the the imagery and the, right. the things that we've seen when they when they paint images of Christ. Um, I guess I kind of want to ask you the question of. Uh, like you mentioned like a few centuries back, maybe like, like, what do you think the, the purpose of that was like, like what do you think the purpose was? And then after that, like, I mean, I don't, what do you think, I, I don't know if I have had? an answer for, 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 it's like for, a two for what the purpose was, but we can answer what happened. Uh, I mean, I guess one of the reasons I asked just real quick is because, um, like, I know a lot of people say, um, where they started, like a lot of people might make the argument, like, oh, they started doing that around, like, you know, slavery times. But then I see, you know, from this little bit of research that I've done, that that started happening, you know, back if, even in times of like almost like the Roman Empire. Yeah, you know what I mean, when it, yeah, I mean, there's so like it's there's something slavery. Here, you know? Here's the thing that we have to that, that we have to understand, and we see this earlier on in, in in our Bible context that God said that the heart of man is increasingly wicked. So we could, I mean, so all the way, I mean, at one point he said that he mm -hmm. even regrets the day that he created man. So we see this sense of superiority in individuals. I mean, Cain had it with his brother Abel. Why? Uh, because God had favored Abel because mm -hmm. Abel, because Abel offered a better sacrifice. So what did he do? He, he wanted to kill him. Uh, there was this sense of superiority. And we see this, I mean, in our biblical history, we see this in just you know, uh, secular history. Um, this is the reason why kingdoms have fallen and grown because there was always this sense of conquest where an individual or a kingdom or a king wanted mm -hmm. to be, find themselves more superior um, than another group. And then what they would do is once they would overtake that particular group, they would indoctrinate them into their own beliefs, their own religion. Um, they would pretty much uh, uproot them from their birthplace and their history and indoctrinate them in a complete new culture. Um, and we see this, I mean, we can find this with the Babylonian culture. We can see this with, um, with the Assyrians. Uh, if we move a little bit more forward in history, we can definitely see this with the Greeks and the Romans. So much so that the, our English language that we speak yeah. today is so saturated in the Greek language. Uh, by the time we get to the New Testament in our Bible, um, they live in a Roman Greco, a Roman or Hellenistic uh, Greek world, the language, the culture, everything. And these things still are part of our history today from the name of the names of our days, 
our calendar, all the, the planets, all of this stuff is named after Roman gods mm -hmm. and all of this other stuff. So these things still play a part in our culture today. But uh, that's just really, you know, probably at, at the root of it is just that we have to remember that man was sinful. Man was greedy. I mean, all of these byproducts of sin just began to fester and nothing was ever enough. We wanted to take more land. We wanted to. I mean, it was just always something. Nothing was ever enough. I see. I see. Okay. So, uh, but I guess, I guess, uh, like, do you believe that the whitewashing was like a form of, uh, you know, like, um, well, all right. Like if we use the term whitewasher, we're kind of, we're kind of indicating, or, uh, I guess inferring that there was like, um, some kind of a Absolutely. purpose to have people see things differently than they actually were. Right. But like, what do you, what do you think that purpose was, you know, like, like, was it to avoid allowing a people to see that, that, you know, God was, I mean, I'm sorry, not God, but the, the savior was of the same skin color or anything I, I, like I that. I think that it was, you know, those types of things it, it's a superiority or? complex. It was done intentional. Uh, so, and, and, and now we can probably just center this around Europe at the time. And I, and I'm, and I'm about to get it wrong. It was, was it King Louis, one of those guys, when they began to break off from the rest of the, from the rest of the world in the church and they began to form, uh, their own mm -hmm. religious order, if you will. And then by the time that they come to the Americas, because they're trying to break away from Great Britain or whatever, those same people came here with those same doctrines. And they just began to spread their own idea and they came here and uh, we know, you know, we history tells us what happened with uh, the Native Americans who was here uh, on what took place with that. And then they also began to bring slaves over here and it was just the same thing. So um, we do have to whether it was it was conscious in some in, in, in some sense and maybe even others it may have been an unconsciousness but we do see this development of this superiority or this belief that one group is more superior than the other um and how they would just conquer you know just their conquer the rest of the world and began to indoctrinate people with their own ideologies and beliefs um we see it even with the history of um germany how hitler convinced the whole group of people that they were superior over this other group of people, and so much so that they just wanted to completely annihilate them and get rid of them. Um, so, even when it comes and and when we use it, when I use the term whitewashing, it just simply means. I mean, it kind of explains itself that you begin to wash over historical truths and facts, and you make it all white. You kind of like change you, you change some historical facts to produce your own narrative. Um, so, from imagery, from art. Um, and then we even see later on, um, I'm sure we'll talk about it, that even the slave masters here in the Americas began to use the same Bible to t teach their slaves that, you know, that here the Bible did say that you're supposed to be slaves and that we're superior to you, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And then I think, and then I just think unconsciously this has became over years. This had just become the norm. I mean, I grew up in a household. Um, you know, my grandmother, I just remember it. Like there was a picture of this white Jesus in the living room. The Bibles had pictures of a white Jesus. So did, you know, did they do it out of ignorance? Like, well, now when it comes to the more modern day, I just think that, you know, people just kind of believe what was taught to them. It reminds me of that episode of uh, On Good Times uh, where Florida Evans had the picture of the white Jesus up in the living room. 
and JJ had painted a picture of Jesus, uh, and it was actually Ned the Wino. But uh, this whole conversation, their mother was like, "That's blasphemy. You got to take that down." And Michael was like, "Well, Jesus was a black man." He began to read this Bible text, and Florida didn't even, even mm-hmm. though the text that wow. Michael was reading was wrong. But Florida was just this old, uh, older person that didn't question that, and she didn't. She didn't even want to have a conversation. She was like, "That's just wrong," you know. And we live in a, and, and now wow. the culture now, like yeah, everybody yeah. is like ignorant. Ignorance doesn't exist like that anymore in the sense of we have so much information at the tip of our fingers. So I just again, I'll, I'll reiterate yeah. the fact that yeah. having information is good. I just think that we need to pump the brakes uh, because not yeah. all information is correct. Yeah, I was I was gonna um, kind of wanted to segue into a different question that's related to the first one, but that first question of why is this uh, conversation important? Um, I think that, uh, and it kind of goes hand in hand with what you just said, G. Like how you grew up and you saw that picture. I think it's important for at least Black American yeah. Christians, primarily. I mean, that's who we are. That's a lot of what we our narrative in life is just based on. Um, because we, a lot of us grew up, our, our culture is yeah. dominated by, um, church, church culture. Um, and obviously, you know, the nation of Islam has, has definitely had an effect on American black, uh, culture as well, but primarily the black church has had a huge effect on yeah. black American culture in our, just our daily lives and a lot of the stuff we do. Um, but part of that is like you're saying, when we read the Bible, we see one thing, but then when we look around at actual, you know, church life and church living and all things Christian, it, it can paint this picture that is, that will make you wonder, okay, like who are, who right. are these, who, who is, who does God love? You know what I mean? And who, who is God and who is Jesus? Is he a white guy? You know, and with our, with our history, with um, obviously white people, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. big reason why I just feel like this conversation is important um, because a lot of people, they turn away from the church and from God because they feel like, yeah. you know, this is a white man's religion, that type of thing. Um, so the, the, the question I wanted to kind of segue into, um, because when we right. read the Bible, we read about this people who God loves Israel. Um, so one of our questions tonight, Shell says, yeah. some people just don't want to rock the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of our questions for tonight is, um, about, I guess, um, the importance right. of, because again, Kanye saying that we are the true Hebrews, right? And we're the blood of Jesus. What What is the importance for you guys as people who, you, Marcus, and, and G, I'm talking about, and everybody in the chat as people who understand the Bible and we have, you know, had our eyes open, so to speak. Um, what is what is the importance of being a Hebrew? And, and why right. is that something that, because we have people like the Black Hebrew Israelites, mm-hmm. I mean, literally in their name is Black Hebrew. So what is what is the significance? So again, I think uh, to their defense. Now let, let me be clear. I don't agree with them, uh, but to their defense, here it is again. At its core, we have a group of people that, as erroneous as they are, they're trying to find some identity with their religious beliefs. So I think. From that standpoint, mm-hmm. okay, I, I'll just say I get it. But 
uh, here it is. It, it, it's wrong. And then I, th- and I, th- I think the first person, the first question was um, about God loving a particular group of people. Can you repeat that? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, no, I was just saying that when we yeah. when we read scripture, we we yeah we see that God gotcha. has this relationship with Israel, this group of people. Yeah. I, I um, think here's so a, here, here's a, a quick way for us to summarize our Bible in a whole, from Genesis all the way through Revelation. We have to see it as that the whole Bible narrative is a story um, of the redemption of of man. God is redeeming His creation back to Him. This redemption process takes place through a man who we call Jesus. Uh, Jesus himself comes through the lineage or line of this group of people that we call Israel and also, quote unquote, the Hebrews. So in Genesis chapter 315, God is speaking to Eve and the serpent, and he tells them that this woman is going to have a seed. Uh, You're going to bruise his heel. He's going to bruise your head. And the rest of the Bible narrative is is leading up to that, um, leading up to this this final fight between good and evil or Satan and, and Jesus, which takes place in the book of Revelation. The importance of the Hebrew people or the people of Israel is we see in Genesis chapter 12 that God speaks to a man named Abram, who later becomes Abraham. And here's the thing. Abraham was not Hebrew. He was not an Israelite. He came from a completely different. He came from um, he came from a completely different group of people, but it was through Abraham God makes this covenant mm-hmm. that through you, your people or your lineage is going to ultimately be the savior of the world, and they're going to be blessed when they come in. They're going to be blessed with these blessings to the rest of the nations. It's going to come through you. Abraham has a son named Isaac. Isaac has a son named Jacob. Yeah. Jacob ends up having twelve sons. Who who? A Jacob's name is later changed to Israel. His twelve sons become the tribe of Israel. One of his sons named Judah is the line in which Jesus comes from, who ultimately becomes the savior of the world. We can fast forward all the way through the rest of history, and later on, Paul tells us that not all Israel are those who were born Israel, but those who were born according to the promise and it ultimately becomes about those who accept this savior whether you're israel whether you're israeli whether you're german whether you're black whether you're white whether you're from africa or whatever again jesus came to save the world and everyone and we even see way back in the old testament god uh worked with those who were non-jews the babylonians uh, nebuchadnezzar eventually believed in god he was not he was not an israelite uh, uh, um, Jonah went to the men in Nineveh. They repented and accepted God. We see Darius, who ultimately gave Israel back their land. They were not uh, Israel. But again, what we do see is, is that we see this redemption story that is consistent throughout our entire Bible, where God, has, he always wanted to redeem his creation, which is mankind. Um, that redemption process only came what makes mm-hmm. Israel special, I'm doing air quotes for those who can't see, is that our savior, uh, Jesus, whose Jewish name is Yahshua, uh, was that savior and he came from that group of people. Yeah, see, I think that's the that's the thing, um, is people kind of get, well, a lot of the things that I've, you know, I've, of course I've been kind of gearing up for this conversation, so a lot of the things that I've been, yeah. you know, hearing, it's like kind of half of that story, like, he chose a particular people, you know, but they don't understand 
you know, the the other side of that, right? Like how this was, like the gospel was opened up. Yeah. I guess the salvation was opened up to the and Gentiles. And, and Gentiles, just so for those who may like, not know, um, is a Gentile is anybody that's non-Jewish. Like it's not, a, it's, it's not a curse word. It was just a, a word that was used to anybody that's mm-hmm. non-Jew. It was considered a Gentile by the Jews. Mm-hmm. So, so what, um, and, I, and I'm sure this is an easy question for you, but like, what do we look at? You know what I mean? To, to be certain that, you know, these promises or, you know, God's choosing isn't still just the nation of, of Israel, you know what I mean? Or, you know, the Israelites, like, how do we, how do we know? What, what can we point to and look at to see that this actually is something, um, for, you know, everybody and not just man, like what's people? the shortest route to that? You would kind of have to, I mean, where is it at? In, in, in Romans chapter, uh, I believe it's 10 or 11. Uh, y'all can talk while I find it. It's like Romans chapter 10 um, or 11. Let's see. Blah, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. So Paul talks about in, in chapter 11 of the book of Romans about how the Gentiles will be grafted in. Um, and he says, now am I speaking? Um, blah, da, 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 da. Where is it at? They're going to continue their unbelief. Uh, man, you should ask me that I could have had it written down. <laughs> no, Sorry about that. Well, I, I'll tell you the reason. The reason why um, I kind of bring up that question for some of us, you know, like like we already we already know that there are scriptures that kind of you know um, state this particular fact, right? But the reason I ask kind of specifically that question is because, a, a, like a lot of the arguments that I saw, where people are trying to draw connections directly back to the Hebrews, um, they're they're you know they might say something like. Um, We've heard right. growing up that God is not a respecter of person. However, we see all throughout the book that he's choosing the people. He's choosing the people. He's choosing the people. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, I want, I kind of want to just nullify f- like that particular. Yeah, I found it. Here it know, is too. Um, and I'm glad you said that because yeah. we need to remember that, that he's choosing the people, right? Um, so it, without a whole lot of explanation, Romans 9, uh, chapter 9, Uh, Verses 6 through 13 says this, for not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel and not all are children of Abraham because they are his offspring. But through Isaac shall your offspring be named. This means that it is not the children of the flesh who are the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as offspring. And that requires, you know, some unpacking. But the point is that it's not those who are just of the flesh Israel who God now calls Israel. This is this is why you can't watch a movie at the beginning and like you turn the movie off at the end because you think that you figured it out. <laughs> you ever done that? You like I already know what's going to happen where there's some plot yeah, twist right. here. Because later on, we find mm-hmm. out that, yes, God did choose Israel. Yeah. Israel is his chosen people. But then later on, we find out that his chosen people are not all those who are born in the flesh is Israel. So to that point, and here's again, while here's why, you know, it's misinformation or it's misinformed information. So, yes, can I say to the point of if I was just to play advocate Mm -hmm. to someone who said that they are Israelite, can I say that I'm an Israelite? 
according to Paul's writing, yes, I am Israel. Yeah. I, I am part of Israel. Therefore, right. yeah. I am uh, a recipient of God's promises to Israel and through Abraham and through Abraham's seed because yeah. I am now a child that's been adopted in by the promise because I believed in it. Mm-hmm. So I, I got a little. No, it's, it's a it's question cool. for you. You might, you might think it's silly, right? But, but let's yeah. say uh, I do believe in mm-hmm. Christ, right? So I'm, I'm a child of the promise, right? But I also do have like some actual blood, you know, ties back to, yeah. you know, Israel somehow, some some tribe, right, of Israel, one of the twelve. <laughs> uh, There's some extra credit divinity. You know, or extra credit. You know, like do I get a plus one? No, no, because, because, I, found, because I found this tie. You know, back. You know what I mean? Like, is there I, any I, significance whatsoever? I, I, I to, think, for, from a heritage standpoint, today? absolutely. Oh, I see what you're saying. And, and, and this is why, if you ever meet anyone yeah. that is from uh, that, that they do possess a natural bloodline back to Israel. Oh man, like they're very confident about who they are mm-hmm. and what's promised to them. And like they wear that as a badge of honor. And I think it's a yeah. good thing. And that there is one of the yeah. problems when it comes to, if we just want to bring it home, uh, immediately to us as black, mm-hmm. as, as being blacks in America, because a lot of us don't necessarily have that rich of a heritage to who we are, which is why we began to search for it. And oftentimes misguided right. in some areas where we begin yeah. to attach ourselves to non-truths. But if you, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. So, so with that, mm-hmm. no, 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 I don't want to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, so with that being said, right? Like, um, like, of course, like, uh, like this, this is something that's kind of been happening within the past few years where everybody is trying to discover their cultural identity. Right. And some of us are looking at, um, you know, African-Americans are looking at their African ancestors and just trying to discover like, like where we came from. Right. And of course there's a lot of culture to be uncovered there. And, you know, um, I guess, you know, we're kind of digging through things to, to find that identity, as you were saying, like, but you know, like, um, for us who mm-hmm. are believers of of Christ, right? Where do we find that like healthy balance? You know, like like to know like okay, like like this is my culture, you know what I mean? But like I I'm Christian also. So like can I embrace yeah, yeah. how much of this culture can I embrace? You know, what's 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 safe uh, to embrace? I, 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 I think that that may look different for for for, for you know every um, person, but here's uh, here's a good blueprint, I think, or a good starting point is that ultimately, uh, you know, there is this other person that's involved um, named the Holy Spirit. And I, I, I think that it requires mm-hmm. some level of maturity in him and allowing him to to, to to teach you and to grow you and you becoming and then I'm not saying you, but just us as individuals, where we become secure in our place in Christ and in our place in the world, where at the end of the day, here's what matters is that I am um, considered one of God's chosen people. And everything after that becomes mm-hmm. secondary. But let's become God's chosen people mm-hmm. for, uh, based off of truth and revelation from him. And not yeah. of miscellaneous facts that we gain out of disparity and 
and and from other we we follow other uninformed people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Earlier when you were saying um you were talking about like just the, the power of social media and and how you could read it. Yeah, you can write anything. At the same yeah. Time I was thinking, yeah, you can you can write anything. That's why. Too. That's know, why colleges how, do, do how not allow students to <laughs> use Wikipedia. Not that the information isn't true on there. It's just that anybody could go on there and, ch- and, and change the information. So there's no real uh, a, a, a bona fide source, if you will. <laughs> uh, you know, so the information just because you found it on the internet don't yeah. mean that it's true. <laughs> So, and like, I think Michelle, uh, uh, no, not Michelle, um, I saw it on here. Somebody had put that it is he that leads us to all truth and understanding, referring to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I didn't see it. I saw it. It scrolled up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Valeria. Marvelosity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, so, so to your question, uh, Marcus, because I want to make sure I'm clear yeah. um, that we do have, yes, it is mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit that leads us to all truth. And all understanding, um, but even when it comes to that, because I mean, we got so many people that say, "Well, the Lord told me this, or the Holy Spirit told me this," and and again, and you hear something that they say, and, and it's untrue. Mm-hmm. So, with the, the two, like the Lord is never going to tell us anything that does not. We have to find some continuity um, with with His Word. So, the Spirit, the, the, the Holy Spirit, is not mm-hmm. going to tell us anything that we can't find in this word like it's just a matter of fact checking if you will the two the two have to line up and then even once we get to that point yeah there is a level of maturity and beginning beginning to understand i think back to some of the things that i said earlier on in my walk that i look back like man i can't believe that i said that but (laughs) because sometimes too too much information (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it does damage as well uh, so there's some things that you have to grow into and that you have to mature yeah. into. And then that's when we can start finding that healthy balance um, of just in, in our everyday life about whatever information that it is that we're looking for. Yeah. So, so without me kind of like, you know, like, uh, I guess like um, asking it in like a roundabout way, like a lot of, you know, like, like when you are understanding uh-huh. that ancestral culture, Right, like a lot of it, yeah. you, know, you kind of uncover, yeah, yeah. like you know, the various spiritual aspects of the culture, right? And there's some embracing, you know, that I've seen anyway of like uh, almost yeah. like you know ancient African religions and things like that, right? And the what we would refer to as, you know, like well, I would say other, yeah. you know, other gods, other goddesses, right? And so like, you know, like the Bible yeah. says, you know, put no other god before me, right? Can you put these gods? <laughs> after him you know what i mean like can you also embrace yeah i mean because the culture in just, any capacity so people so so, so when we use the word god i mean just generically uh so don't put any other gods mm-hmm. before me as if there is another god <laughs> you know so so it's kind of it's, it's kind of a, a play <laughs> on words yeah. if you will but historically uh, mm. Different groups of people, whether I mean, no matter where you find themselves in the world, everyone has always believed in something. There, there was there's something innately about the human creation mm. that they began to that they want to that they wanted to believe in something, and, and that's something that's still happening today. So these people had began to believe in other mm. gods, whether they believed in the moon, whether they believed in the sun, 
uh, people worship uh, they worship the celestial beings, they worship the stars, they worship the trees, they worship the water, uh, they worship all of these other things, and they call these particular things their god. So when God is now talking to Israel, mm-hmm. let's look at where they just came from. They had just spent four hundred years mm-hmm. in Egypt. And if anybody has not looked on a map lately, Egypt is in Africa. <laughs> so we can't necessarily look at the Charleston right, Heston right. version of uh, the Ten Commandments, uh, where they had blue eyes and, and, and they had you know a, a light skin complexion of, of being white. Uh, Wait, they, they, I mean, they, they were they were in Africa. They, they, they were black. <laughs> Um, and not black as you and I know black is what we're black in America, but I mean, this Egypt is in Africa. So, but they worship all of these other gods. Yeah. yeah. And when we see the 10 plagues, God is ultimately showing himself um, more superior than these other gods that they were worshiping in Mm. in there. So when, so if you spent 400 years, wow, that kind of does seem similar. You spent 400 years being indoctrinated into a particular culture. You're going to leave that (laughs) you're, you are part of that. You, Mm. you were, most of them was born into that culture. So that's what they knew. So now God is revealing himself. To show him that I am the mm. one true God, not all of that other stuff that you learned. So, matter of fact, don't do that stuff yeah. anymore. And I'm going to show you the proper way on how to worship me. Uh, and, and and that's like the long and the short of that story. But mm-hmm. okay. for anybody, when we even see in the New Testament, I mean, even in, in the Old Testament, but more pertinent in the New Testament, where Paul and those guys were traveling to these different nations, the uh, the majority of the people that they came encountered with were either uh, a dominant Greek culture or they were Roman Greco cultures. Um, so there was a mixture of both. And then there was uh, some Jews that would be there. So we had, it was a melting pot, if you will, of all of these religions. And Paul and Peter and those guys, these mm-hmm. are the people whom they right. were ministering the gospel to. So it was a combination between God using those individuals and the power of God himself that began to reveal himself to these people um, and teach them a new and right way. And go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so quick, quick. Oh, go ahead. I about to say, we got a question then from April, April Blooms. I'm uh, just going to read it real quick. It says, would you allow your children to spend a lot of time with a family member who is heavily into the Hebrew culture beliefs miscellaneous facts? So would you allow your children to, to spend time with, with that person who could be kind of feeding them? Right. And she's not talking about it. It really all depends. I think that is necessary as Asian parents, Asian as leaders in our families that, you know, we set boundaries. I, I, if, 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 in fact, I was a black Hebrew light or if I was yeah. if I practice Islam and this is as a parent, this is what I taught my child. Mm-hmm. And you're my family member and you're teaching my child something different than how I'm raising them. As a parent, we can cut all the religious yeah. stuff off. As a parent, I'm going to have a problem with that. <laughs> so vice now the yeah, mere yeah, fact yeah, that I'm yeah. a Christian parent and I, I raise my children a certain way, I really don't care whether yeah. or not you agree with me or not. This is my child. And if you, his uncle or whoever, yeah. like, yeah, I want, I want him to spend time with you. But you can't teach my child something different than what I'm teaching them. Now, once they become of a certain age, if they want to come yeah. hang out with Uncle Marcus and Uncle Marcus practices Islam. I mean, that's on them. But why they're a child living in my house and I have responsibility for yeah. their well-being? Like, yeah, I got a problem. 
no, I don't have a problem with them being around you as a family member, but if you're going to teach my child something different than what I teach them, I don't care what I believe. Like, you did wrong for that, and I'm going to have a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got like a personal thing with that because, well, two things. My nephew, um, his his pops is uh, Muslim. Um, so whenever I'm around him, my nephew, I I kind of just lay off any any kind of theological, you know, teaching or instruction or you know anything like that, just because, like you said, gee, I don't want his right. father thinking that I'm dishonoring the role that he has in his life. You know what I mean? And and of course, I want to. Everything is right there, burning in my heart. And I'm not. Right. I don't. I do that up until the point of denying truth. So that is one thing that I'll say regarding that idea. Like if if there's a line that comes up and I'm, you know, obligated to now pick between choosing the truth in something or or what I know to be sin or a lie or whatever, then then that's just hands down. I'm not going to do that. But as far as me, you know, imparting to him or trying to influence him and, hey, this is the right way to go. No. If he asks me questions, which he has before, then I'm like. Oh yeah, this is what I believe and whatever, whatever. But right. I mean, he's 10, 11 years old now, and that's been going on, you know, since I've been saved yeah. the past six years. I just kind of, I kind of back off. Um, but, but another thing with that too is like, I, I heard over Christmas about some, some in-law family members of ours who they are Black Hebrew Israelites, and they have, uh, they're raising children in that. And, you know, I, I was telling the guys that the, the kid, when he went to school, um, well, virtual school, he looked at his his teacher when she came up on the screen and he said, look, mommy, it's the right. white devil, right. because that's what he's been getting taught at home by his father. Right. Um, so I do think there's like some some sure caution that Absolutely. people who are parents should have when you're around. You know, for April, you're you're. I mean, you put it in the comments and said you have a, a cousin or somebody who is a black Hebrew yeah. Israelite. So, I'm I would definitely be telling my children, and if they're not mature enough, telling the the parent, yeah. like, yo, yeah, don't don't sure. say certain stuff. I think stuff you know, and that's important. Kid, like, and, and here it is that thing. like if you know that this particular person is just you know one of those type people, then you know, again, as a parent, like we have a responsibility to protect our children. I mean, I know Christians who are like spiritual jerks, like in my mind, like, you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. so here it is again, as as a parent, uh, you know, we have to protect our children, um, even when it comes to uh, things of our faith and even people of other faith. Uh, not the fact that like, no, like if I like if, if, if Uncle Marcus is a Muslim, but Marcus respects, you know, my beliefs and I respect his. Yeah, my kids should be able to go hang out with him and his cousins. But if every time I send him over there, like mm-hmm. you, you low key trying to indoctrinate him with something else. Like now, do I expect you to be any less Muslim because my child is over your house? No, yeah. I'm not going to be. Any, I'm not going to be any less of a Christian because your kids over mine. Mm-hmm. But don't be taking my kid and making him read the Quran or any other thing that you believe in, knowing that that ain't how I raise him and I and, and that ain't what we do over here. You know, like, nah, we, we don't do that. Yeah. Gee, I wanted to get yeah, back to question. some, uh, and thank you, April. That was, that was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I wanted to get back to some okay. like Bible stuff. Right. So no practical question, right. Is Jesus black? <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> what, what is it? 
How dare I say that? No, you know, they, look, you, just man. like Michelangelo <laughs> drew the picture uh, of the white Jesus, I can't stand around Easter time. And if, and if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, come over uh, on the corner of, of Marble Pike and Richie Road by the gas station. They'll sell you a picture of Jesus with dreads and he got a six pack and he hanging from the cross. Like, no, nah, he. he <laughs> That's the one I from like. A artist, yeah. From an artistic <laughs> point of view, I don't mind that because people look to identify. So I wouldn't, if I went to, uh, right. you know, different regions in Asia and China and Japan, and if I saw a Jesus that looked like them, like I, I get it from an artistic Marcus Vinci, Marcus Garvey, laugh. I, I get it. <laughs> My bad. I know, right? I'm sorry. That's hilarious. Can we take I, a I, I, I get it from that standpoint because I know you laugh at that stupid. I get it from that standpoint because again, we want to identify with it. But for me to take a picture yeah. because I'm black and say, "Well, Jesus is black," or right, "Jesus right, is right. white," or "Jesus is Chinese," or "Jesus is Japanese," like no, ethnically, Jesus was a Jew that was born in Israel, current day Palestine. So whatever. They look like now, mm-hmm. yes, that because they it, it is a desert region. They probably did. They they do actually have some color, some some melanin to their skin, but they're not black. They're Jews. They're, they're not African. You know, black. They're yeah. they're they're, 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 mm. they're Jewish. Now, here's the thing about that: is are there some black Jews? And the answer would be yes, because. The Jewish people, and we see yeah. even with James and those guys, they're writing to those in the dysphoria or those in the dispersion because Jews were scattered all throughout the world. That uh, even the Samaritans were partial were partially Jew. They were mixed with Jew and whoever and Jewish and whoever else they had they had intermingled with. Uh, so there are black Jews from different regions that there's you know these crossbreeds, if you will, between the Jewish person and someone from Ethiopia or someone from Egypt or someone from wherever they may be. Uh, Jews travel back to Israel from all over the Mm -hmm. world, from wherever they are. Um, So there are a a huge population of Ethiopian Jews today. If you go to Israel, you'll see black Jews. However, Jesus was not black. Jesus was ethnically a Jew. Okay, one more question. Thank you. No more than black. Are white people the devil? No, nobody, no human per, no human being is the devil. However, those who are non-believers in in, 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 in Christ, Paul tells to the church in Ephesus that their minds are darkened and they're under the influence of the prince of the air of this world. So that's whites, blacks, Asians, Hispanics, whomever do are not believers in Jesus. No person is the devil. Are people influenced by the devil? Absolutely. And even and, and even the whole white people are the devil thing. Uh, we know, you know, one person that was that was more popular that believed that at one point was Malcolm X because that's what he was told by you know his leaders when he first came into the nation of Islam. But Malcolm, and it's recorded, he he changed his thought on that when he went to when he made his first trip to Mecca and he saw that there were whites that was worshiping as well too, and he mm-hmm. changed his idea that he thought that white people were the devil uh there were white people who did evil things something happened to them yeah so something happened to them. yeah exactly <laughs> but so it, it, they did something evil <laughs> to him because he changed that thought so like no 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 person no no human being yeah. is the devil do people do devilish things absolutely are people in there's no race that's the devil that's yeah, there's, like, no, there's no race yeah, 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 yeah. nobody evil and nobody, yeah, 
How, how about the flip side to that? No. Did race get the free pass to heaven. Oh, man, mm. dude, we're not having that. Who the 144,000? Here you go. The hundred and- <laughs> <There> you go. <laughs> I couldn't even yeah, get it no, There's no race. And even if it was just 100, and now we do know that the if, if just to take it at practical purpose, if, in fact, the 144,000 are all Jews, yeah. 144,000 is not a whole race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 144,000. So, 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 so right. no, there's no Absolutely. race that gets a pass right. That's, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the heaven. Yeah, I I like that. Go ahead, Marcus. Now, well, go ahead. I don't want to. I don't want to change topics too fast. Go ahead. No, I just like that that thought because um, a lot of the sentiment that I I see with all of the um, Marcus, you know, he alluded to like, can we have our Christianity with other stuff? And mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it is is I feel like it's rooted in black superiority a little bit. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, it's a different extreme, and and I just. The idea of, you know, we all have like this common enemy, um, which is sin, uh, is something that um, I don't I haven't seen any other ideology, whether it's Hebrew Israelites or um, we were watching this thing today, the comedic people and all these different um, beliefs, the ancestors and going back to African, you know, systems of worshiping gods, goddesses and animals and all that kind of stuff. And none of it addresses it. sin in this common um, yep. right. problem yep. that we have in in, right. in all mankind, which is you know sin. But that's that's a. Uh, I'm. I was going to. I want to hear some of your frustrations. frustrations. Go ahead, Marcus. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kinda, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> some of my frustrations. Let's get it hyped up. Let's get it hyped up, man. Very frustrated. <laughs> I'm angry. Tell us, tell us, how do you feel, brother? (laughs) No, I think (laughs) a lot of it, a lot of what I see, again, social media, you know, but a lot of it has been personal interactions that I've had. Okay. Um, A lot of it, right, seems to stem from this idea of, hey, you know, black people, we we actually um, are better than white people. And here's the proof. We yeah. were this. We used to be that. We brought the world this. We did this for this country. We did X, Y, and Z. And all those things are good and true, but a lot of it is yeah. devoid of we are sinners, though, right. ultimately. And a lot of it is devoid of of what, what does God think, though? Mm-hmm. Because we we on our plane can compare races and cultures and we can say, hey, you know, bl- black people have done all this stuff and we're discredited. We need to know our history. And that's good. But if we all need Christ to get into heaven and be with God and be reconciled to God, that's what it boils down to. But I just I just see and sense and have experienced a tone within my friends and my family that. You know, and it's been inflamed because of a lot of the racial stuff that's been going on. But the tone is like, yo, we are black. We are kings and queens and there's nobody better than us and everybody else better pay homage and respect us. And like, you know, like, you know, everything is just blackity, black, black, black now. And I'm like, hold up. Like, let's not lift us up like we are above you know, sin, like that's what it's, it's feel. If I'm not saying that's what people are thinking or doing, but it sometimes it just feels like that to me. Like, yeah, yeah. yo, we are yeah. not above any other race in any way. Yeah. Like yeah. there are intelligent people in every single race. Like every race in the world has contributed yeah. to whatever we think and we have done. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I, I kind of see that personally as like, you know, overcompensation for like that inferiority complex, you know, that you, you know, how like psychologists talk about that. Oh, well, because you had low self-esteem, you know, you overcompensated for it by, you know, being a prideful jerk, you know, on the surface or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that type of a thing. But I guess like mm-hmm. what I'm saying is like, I, I kind of understand it up to a certain point. Right. For sure. So it's like, I get it in the sense that like, um, I think a lot of what has happened and we touched on it in the beginning of the episode, like, because we don't understand our, um, uh, you know, our cultural identity. And then because of some of the things that we've seen as African-Americans, just because of, you know, things that have happened to us, you know, as a result of slavery, as a result of um, just, you know, uh, the way that, you know, you know, African-American oppression in America and stuff like that. Like this is some people feel the need to kind of amplify um, the fact that we are, black you know or superior rather that particular aspect of it in order to like get people to shake that oppressed identity that we've taken on you know what i'm saying because of just our history here right but it's like it's that but it's that line though right it's like we are equal you know what i'm saying to 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 every other race but once we cross that line into superiority then you know we're we're doing the same thing that they you know, yeah. that we're accusing our oppressors of doing to us now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We've kind of flipped it. And then the other thing is, is like, I always see that crossing of the line where it's like, yes, we were kings, we were queens, you know, and then I, you know, the, the other thing I always hear is like, we are, we are divinity. You know what I'm saying? We are, mm-hmm. we are divine and they have lied to us to rob us of our true divinity, you know, that, that type of a thing. And Pastor G, you touched on this too, which was something that kind of really opened my eyes, but you were, you were mentioning the fact that, you know, like these types of things are something that the enemy can use to perpetuate that yeah. same old garden lie, you know, the same one he told in the garden where it's like, okay, like, like rather, you know, so like, like us having this particular anger and trying to recover, you know, like our identity, the enemy can use, you know, this particular situation to have us start to embrace the idea that we are truly divine, but then you end up right Absolutely. back at what Satan was saying in the garden. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Man, like I am a, man, I am like all pro-black everything. Like, you know, if, 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 if I wasn't a Christian and I had to just choose a religion, I mean, there was, there was one time that like I, I, I rocked with, uh, the nation of Islam just simply because of, you know, what they stood for in our communities. Um, so I think that when we start talking about like this whole, the, 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 the sin nature of, of, of humanity, that does not necessarily, well, the consciousness of it anyway, doesn't exist for everybody because everybody that's black, you know, it, it, it isn't Christian. And likewise, everybody that's white isn't Christian either, which creates a whole nother conversation too, because it was quote unquote white Christians that were suppressing, you know, a, a whole uh, group of people. Um, but I, I say all that to say that that rule kind of only applies for those of us who do consider ourselves Christian. So, Oftentimes where I would or could use my platform to spew out the injustices of evil that we faced in, in our communities. And to some extent, I will. And I don't have a problem with doing it within it, within, you know, its right context. Uh, I think that, you know, we do have to continue to remember, even for myself, that, you know, that like, yeah, we are all victims, if you will, of. Of, of sin, if and, and it controls us. Well, those of us who are 
who are non-believers, it, it, it literally had dominion over us. It had mastery over us. And this is the whole problem with the world itself. So, yeah, uh, like, no, we're not we're not superior. But I think it's healthy that we do recognize that we're not just slaves either. So, uh, however, everybody that was in Africa wasn't a king either, you know. <laughs> so it's not that everybody from our ancestors, like every <laughs> single person was a like, king or a queen or a prince. <laughs> like, no, they had a whole other cultural society over there as well. They had... They took one another as the slaves. They 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 they, mm -hmm. they took over other nations and all of that stuff. Yeah. Why were they doing that? Because there was still this sin element that existed in the heart of man, no matter of what nation or tribe mm -hmm. you came from. Um, so understanding that, like man, like yeah. I am uh, apart from Jesus Christ, I am a sinner, uh, and I think that that's uh, that, that yeah. that's healthy that. When we, when any one of us began to exalt ourselves greater than you know anything where God has brought us to, that we're all, we're all God's creation. We're we're all a part of that imago day. We're created in the image of God. Um, we're we're all image bearers of God. And with that being said, like none of us are any more superior than anyone. I don't care, you know, even if even if my great great grandfather was. Uh, a, a king does that make me superior over anybody well if mm -hmm. I was in that particular nation I would have some authority and rank because of my family mm -hmm. stature but in the larger scheme of things in God's kingdom like no uh, we're all human beings created in the image of God and right. now for those of us who are believers we've been redeemed back to him because sin had, had separated us from him Yeah, I, but I, black I, power at the end of the day. Though. I definitely want us to. <laughs> oh. I, I think black is beautiful. Yeah. I, I, think, I think black people are yeah. yeah, and I think the the whole idea of a kid, you know, looking at a picture of a white and a black child and saying, you know, which one is ugly or which one is mean or which one is stupid or ignorant, yeah. and they pick the black kid like. That that has to be done yeah. away with somehow, and we have to push back to the, at that. Um, I think I think my expectation, um, or I guess my desire for this conversation needs just I I want to see, you know, from I guess black Christians a more just a biblical perspective on it all publicly yeah. you know what i mean and yeah, sometimes man, that's something we gotta keep that, praying for i mean just, because you know. it, it's like dude it's, it's hard especially when we in today mm -hmm. in today's time we still see a lot of this stuff still exists and we're bombarded with images of injustices in our communities um we see the level of disparity in our communities um and just as a yeah we're christian um, but sometimes it's hard when it's like smack dab in your face. And those are things that, you know, why we need to, it's in those occasions that we need to lean a little bit more on Jesus um, and allow him to work because it's easy for us to get caught up in mm -hmm. our flesh. Just today, there were some high school kids um, out around the corner from my house getting ready to fight. And uh, man, they were, mm -hmm. and, and this is, and this is, you know, considered a good neighborhood, but some black kids were getting ready to fight. There was a why they gotta be black? Well, yeah, but no, and, but there was Why a white officer black. and a black officer, 
And obviously, the white officer probably either he got to the scene first, or he got to the scene first, or he outranked them. But his way that he addressed those little black girls who were angry in the moment, like I heard it from my car because when I saw him out in the street, I just stopped at the end of the block, and he yelled out, "Get the f back in y'all car!" Mm. Like to these little black girls. And like, dude, I stopped my jam the brakes. Mm-hmm. I stopped my whole truck, and I'm getting out the truck. But the black officer walked over to the girls and he addressed them differently. And the girls got in the car. But immediately I felt the way. And I don't even know the girls, just how this white man was addressing mm-hmm. them. So, and this is Pastor G. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, it, it's hard um, sometimes, especially like over the last years when we've just been bombarded with all of this stuff like that. It was just every other day on the news, it was something else. Um, yeah. And it's stuff like that that shows us two things mm-hmm. that, like, it's even in moments like that while I recognize for myself, I'm confessing my sins if, to y'all that, like, I still need Jesus. Because it, that could have been a whole nother mm-hmm. situation. And I would have been, and, and even though I was, I would have been protecting my little black sisters who I don't know, ultimately I would have been wrong. And then, like, and what would have been the consequences of that? Right. Uh, so I, I just think that you know it's, it's hard, right. and there's a part of me that understands. Uh, my heart bleeds to that because, again, at the end of the yeah. day, I'm black, and I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. we gotta we gotta wrestle with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. See, I, I feel like uh, like the constant reminders of the daily injustices, and then us not having a grasp on on historical, you know, um, the the historical nature of, of the Bible and everything, or or just the gospel in general, it opens our ears up to clever arguments yeah, yeah. about like, oh, that's just the white man's religion. You know what I'm saying? And they and they're using that, you know, because that's another thing that comes with that that statement is like they're using that to keep you humble, to keep you powerless, to make you think that you're not supposed to stand up in any capacity. You're not supposed to do anything, but you're supposed to constantly be in this humble position. You know what I mean? To serve them and to worship yeah. them and anybody in authority has complete power of, you know, like things of that, you know. So it's like I can see how ears would, would easily be yeah. open just because of, you know, just all when, and, when ultimately, I mean, the, mm-hmm. that's so far from the truth as well. Um, the Bible never tells us it could be manipulated to tell us, but the Bible never tells us to not stand up and not fight for equality right. or right. any of those things. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get back in my frustration uh, box because. I uh we so one of our questions on here was right. about like uh ancestor worship, right? And this whole I, I'm and I gotta just say that I'm a bit ignorant to what it all means when people are saying like, you know, something something to the ancestors and all that kind of stuff. I don't I don't know if they're actually worshiping ancestors or I don't really know what it means. You know, I've heard things, I've heard people, you know, conjuring up ancestors before and all kind of stuff like that but um i guess my 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 gripe again or my desire is to um as christians kind of like how do we confront that maybe is my thing like what do we how do we express to our brothers and sisters like hey you know like even even saying i'm a hebrew right 
well, let's look at what the Hebrews and what the children of Israel were doing. You know, like, let's look at the history throughout scripture. And they were a rebellious people, too. They had issues, too. They were, you know, racially prejudiced, too. They yeah. calling the Gentiles dogs and all kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. So there were there's no people group, again, who's got some there's no. First of all, there is no ancestor that I want to that is worthy of like all worship or or honor or whatever we want to call it you know like and yeah so like how do we I, and i know the answer but i mean just for conversation's sake like how do we kind of because i have we have family members i at least i do i have family members who are are of that bend like ancestors super duper into um just I don't. I don't want to sound messed up, man. But like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. super duper into Africa and blackness. I, I, I and think that like we, we need to identify the people group. Like, are these people, you know, calling themselves Christians as well, uh, or or not? Because if they don't call themselves Christians, I mean, I could tell mm -hmm. them the truth, um, but you know, it really doesn't. It, it really doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't govern what they do. But if they call themselves a yeah. Christian, then that gives uh, us a little bit more leeway. And simply this, that God says you should worship no one else mm -hmm. but me. Um, and like that's the long and the short of it. Mm -hmm. You should not put any other gods before me. Worship the Lord thy God, the, 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 the God with all your heart and your mind and your soul. So I think when, when it comes to people who are calling themselves Christians, then we do have um, some governance, if you will, as far as what our word says and concerning that. And they have an option on whether or not yeah. they're going to abide by it or not. And for a person that's our family members or friends that we that may not be a Christian, well, we can just do our best to tell them the truth. And it's it's not our job at that particular point. It's That's up to God to convict and change their hearts on what it is that they do. And you kind of got to be able to yeah. separate yourself from that and like not, you know, get too bent out of shape or you know or allow them to pull you in with it. Mm -hmm. marcus you look very locked in on something what are you reading sir no i, I actually <laughs> no i, I don't think i don't think it's anything <laughs> she's silly uh, i don't think it's wrong right. with you know with it if, if 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 you come <laughs> or you know something about your ancestors and i'm air quotes ancestors that you you know honor them in the sense of, of, of keeping them in your remembrance of where you came from and stuff like that. I mean, by all means, dude, that's a good thing. Uh, right. But when it comes yeah, to yeah, yeah. this word worshiping, yeah. no, yeah, mm -hmm. no, you only worship God. That's the thing. Yeah. Because when I, when I look this up, what pops up is like related searches is like how to get yeah. blessings from ancestors, how to get protection from ancestors, how to get, uh, you know, peace from ancestors. So it's like you're really kind of looking at yeah. them in the same way as you and, would a higher power. And, and you know, we hear Christians, mm -hmm. I, I hear Christians say stuff like yeah, this. Very, very and I hear what they say, and depends on who it is. I, I don't I don't really get mm -hmm. too much involved in it. But you hear people say, like referring to their grandmother or their parents, somebody passed that I know my grandmother is watching over me or my yep. grandmother is protecting me. Um, yeah, yeah, and because of the mm -hmm. sensitivity of what they're saying, they didn't use the word worship. I'm not about to like just mm. delve into it. Now, they asked me, some of them have asked me, right. Do you think my grandmother sees me? Or, like, okay, then that opens up that door 
for me to have an intelligent conversation. But like, again, I think it's a matter of discerning when the spirit, you know, from the Holy Spirit, when we're talking to people, because he'll give us what to say. Sometimes he'll tell us to be quiet. You know, everything doesn't always require a response. But again, if you told me and you was a Christian that you worship in your ancestors, I'm probably going to have a a real curt conversation with you about it. Especially depending on like, Mm -hmm. you know, where you you at in your walk Uh, as well, too. So so many questions now. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Man. What if, what if a... What if an ancestor came to me? Yeah, you 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 probably ate some spaghetti know, and some fried chicken with hot sauce late, late at night. <laughs> yeah, I mean because you know our, our dreams, and this is probably about to take a turn, but you know our dreams are. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. That's what we do. Like we had that. We had no, that. that uh, market, oftentimes, uh, our dreams are like yeah, suppressed, yeah. like <laughs> memories <laughs> and ideas and uh, fears and thoughts yeah. and stuff that we have. And man, I've seen Fear. some crazy stuff in a dream. Uh, now, can God speak to us through a dream? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, He can. Um, yeah. And if the Lord is, if the Lord has shared something with somebody, and it was, and, and I'm, and again, I hesitate. I'm saying, I'm hesitantly saying it that if the Lord showed something or said something to someone in a dream, and for whatever reason their 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 remembrance of that dream was, my grandmother said it to me or something like that. Um. I'm not saying that the Lord didn't say anything to him, but oftentimes subconsciously we will remember someone or something that I felt safe around, um, that protected me. And like, man, the brain is, the brain is a powerful thing, man. So sometimes we'll remember things through that lens, Mm -hmm. but God is not going to resurrect or send us one of our family members to say something to us. It's, that's it just kind of a counter it, it contradicts you know what the word says on how he communicates to us and and, and I'm trying to say that okay. you know lovingly because right. honestly there's probably some people watching that yeah. you know that, that feels yeah. that way but again we will remember things kind of yeah. like you know through people that you know that's part of our past that we feel safe with and trust and things in the nature I met some cele- I mean, I've, yeah. I've spoke to celebrities in my dream that I've never met. Yeah. You know, I, I got to ask this question: Did God send this person to me? You know, like you know, it's yeah. I was about to say that we have yeah. to kind of we have to take all our dreams Absolutely. then and Absolutely. put them under that, that kind of lens. Mm-hmm. You know, but we don't. Right. You know, we we definitely pick and choose which ones are. But sometimes our conscious. If we just know, like, hey, this this dream meant this, you know, and it may have revealed something about, you know, my character or my desires or, you know, what I've had dreams and and happened exactly like I saw it, like the next day, literally. I've had dreams, yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've had dreams where you know God is. I'm I'm pretty clear that God is showing me, like, hey, man, if I let you do what you wanted to do. This is mm. this is what will happen, you know. I've had dreams where I'm doing all kind of stuff that I would never do yeah. in real life, but in the dream I was all for it. Having a great time. And I woke up like, yeah. man, like I just you know, you kinda know when God is like, 
if I if I let you if I if I took my grace, you, you clearly were loving it's, every part of that. Yeah, so it's just important, you know. That, you know so when, when, yeah, when it comes yeah. to dreams of that nature, that we do kind of gotta do a little bit more investigation. And, and again, it's even going back to your whole question about the whole ancestor mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah, that's that's that, that that's just a, a, a false truth. <laughs> So what about the uh, incubus and succubus? Oh no. Uh, no! No, 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 no! We're not doing that. We're not <laughs> oh, no. doing that. <laughs> oh, y'all are crazy. <laughs> no, no, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> I mean, shoot! I mean, I, I don't. I yeah, would, that's no, a whole, no, no, not tonight. No, not tonight. Oh, no, no, tonight. That's but perhaps another time. Yeah, but, uh, but <laughs> I, I do. I do have one. One last question. Um, yeah, personally. Uh, just back on on the topic of um, because I know we kind of we start we started talking about like um ancestral worship and more of I guess like uh. belief systems of you know African culture and things like that. One thing I did want to ask you about um is like what should we know about like Christianity in Africa? You know, as far as like like where it started in Africa, or like how far? Let me let me ask. Right, you, like, no, I'm that's great. Like, how far? Man, Africa I think back. I think that you all, yeah. and, I, since, and especially since I know you two, um, but anybody else that may be listening that that mm. that have an interest in the history of the church, the history of Christianity, as well as the history of Africa's man, you you you, you got to do yourself. Um, the biggest favor you could ever do and go back and start looking at that stuff. We know it's factual in our Bible, uh, I mean, and extra biblical literature that, uh, man, we see plenty of people from African regions in our Bible narrative. Um, we, we, we see uh, uh, Rahab, who was, who, we, we see Rahab, what happened? Oh, I'm back. Uh, we see Rahab, who, like, if we look up where she came from, mm-hmm. she was from, you know, some of those African descents. We see um, the Ethiopian eunuch um, in, 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 the go- in the Gospel of Acts. We see Alexander. Uh, we, we see the guy from Alexander who helped Jesus carry the cross. Um, it, it's a region in Africa. So, uh, mm-hmm. man, uh, John's preached in the region of Africa. Um, when we look at some of the early church fathers, from Augustus to some of those guys, like those guys, Greg, uh, the uh, uh, who am I thinking about? Uh, uh, Gregory of Hippus. All of those guys were black, and we're talking about this is yeah, Tertullian. All these guys were black, um, and when we see pictures of them, we see these white men. So here it is again. Like this is an example of whitewashing. Um, but historically, they were black, and this is long before wow. we're talking about centuries before the African slave trade. Um, so Christianity had spread yeah, to yeah. Africa long before slaves came to America. Uh, so it just happened to be the starting point for, and now I'm doing air quotes for African-Americans on how the Bible was introduced to them. But those who were direct descendants and, and, and born in Africa, depends on where they were at now, of course, um, the Bible story was there. Remember, Egypt knew about God. <laughs> Uh, they played a part in the Bible narrative, um, you know. So, uh, I mean, man, we could Jesus and Joseph and Mary they fled to Egypt as well, which is another reason why some people will take that Bible verse and say, "See, Jesus came from Egypt." Like, no, he was born in Bethlehem. They fled to Egypt because Herod was trying to kill him, and after some years, they came back. So, 
man, we do, we got to do ourselves uh, a huge favor and study church history and then study church history from the, uh, from the standpoint of culturally who are some of these people. And you'll be amazed what you find. And again, we're talking about thousands of years yeah. before we even get to the mid-Atlantic slave trade. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that is, that is so significant of a point. Um, and I, yeah, it's I almost agree. logical yeah. to to realize that some of the first Christians had to be African, yeah. Asian, Indian. Like if it's if if Jesus is with these, you know, small group of disciples, and yeah. he tells them to you know go out and spread this throughout the earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're gonna just start going from right where they're at, and right. they're in the Middle East, and they're just gonna take it out from there. So yeah. it's no surprise that Africa, Absolutely. India, Asia. You know, and it talks about yeah, man. Asia there's so many. It's a melting pot of cultures yeah, so. in our Bible that, again, I think innocently but ignorantly, we read our Bible and we see these twelve guys mm. with, with this with this one other guy named Jesus, and we just picture them in the sand and in the desert, and you know, with the long robes and they got sticks and all of that other stuff. And in our mind stays right there. And we don't do any other exploring. Even when we call ourselves studying and researching, we research through those lenses. And that's all we see. And, man, and you'll find out that it's a whole nother world of information that's actually factual and true. But we'll see all of these different cultures here. If you look at Matthew and Luke's account of the gospel and look at Jesus's genealogy and look at the people who are there, they represent a mixture of cultures that was non-Jew. And this is why God had to come in the flesh so that he can identify with all men, both Jews and Gentile, because it was always his plan or his choice in far as his chosen people for those who was going to be his people, those who were going to choose him and be with him forever. And it's not just one particular group over another. Man, that's a good. That's but a good can we end somewhere? Yeah. I, do, I do want to mention something. Yeah. If this on our list, that's this on our list. No, no, no. Apparently, okay, we're we'll, we'll, a good place to end. Nah, we no, are, because we, are, we started yeah. off. Uh, no, 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 no. I was honestly, yeah, I was doing that because I know people got. No, I just wanted to mention just because. Stay on. I don't care. Oh, man, I. No, I was talking about you and Marcus. I'm going out there and watch the news and Jimmy Fallon. Bro, man. No, but we started <laughs> off talking about Kanye, um, and uh, I, I wanted to go back to mm-hmm. that, and then if you all want to close, we can, but just about pop culture as a whole, um, mm-hmm. because one of the things about Kanye, and okay. like, man, Kanye's mm-hmm. my guy, he's from Chicago, you know, like, I'm all Chicago, that's my dude, he's my homeboy, but like last year, maybe the year before that, he became very popular within the Christian community because he started doing the Sunday services. Um, he had the Sunday service choir, which is fire. Um, and a lot of the Christian community, especially the younger generation, is like, man, Kanye's a Christian. Kanye's a Christian. And I pray that he is. Um, but just in me listening mm-hmm. to this conversation, especially on the drink, on the drink champs, was the first time that I really heard him speak in depth about some of the things that he believed. And his theology is off. Because he talks, he never said that he's a Hebrew Israelite. Mm -hmm. He talks about how he loved Jesus. He talks about 
how, you know, God has a plan for his life and God has him doing these different things. But again, his theology is off, but because he's so popular, he has a large following. Um, I mean, his, his, his got his album, uh, Donda, mm -hmm. the gospel album, yeah. it topped the gospel charts. So people are listening to it. Yeah. It's number one on the gospel charts. Like he came in front of everybody. Um, mm -hmm. So the point is, but he has influence oh, yeah. and people listen to him and other celebrities that have yeah. influence. Um, even, you know, people are now famous off social right. media is because they're influencers. Um, and we have to be very, very careful right. on who it is that we listen to. Just because a person has influence does not mean that they're leading us in truth. So we can't just take it at face right, value right. because such and such. And I mean, and we see this throughout Hollywood in other situations because a famous person take a stance or something, they become the expert. In it. <laughs> uh, so I just say that to say for, you know, for our listeners and those who we have influence over that we have to continue to openly have these conversations um, because there's generations that's being led astray by other people who are misinformed. Yeah. And they're misinforming other people, but they're going to be able to lead them just based off of their influence alone and not truth. Yeah, it's also uh, kind of important, you know, to know, too, that like nobody with an equal amount of influence, you know, is, is going to absolutely checking him from a theological perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we don't mm -hmm. we don't see our our church leaders kind of checking um, well, I guess like those who consider to be popular leaders of the church or within the church or whatever, like checking uh, things theologically, right? So it's like you got to do it. it. Leaves us. Ask Jason what's one of the mission statements of our church. <laughs> I, I, about to put I'm putting them on blast. See if he see if he know it, Marcus. Mm -hmm. But like it's the. Uh -oh. I know he pulled it up. He pulled no, it up but, off the screen. But, but Paul tells yeah, Timothy, Paul tells Timothy to study <laughs> to show yourself approved as a workman before God that needs yeah. not be ashamed, rightly handling or dividing the word of truth. That mandate is for all of us. Wow. We're, we are led astray because we don't know what the word says. Wow. And now I'm talking about Christians because we don't know for ourselves yeah. what the word says. We mm -hmm. know what other people told us what it says. And we have to become students of our word mm -hmm. if yeah. we're going to, you know, help combat, you know, this misguided or this mistruth that's being so spread. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. No, yeah, Donda's a gospel album. Gospel the whole, album, yeah. still. I mean, in a, <laughs> tripping on that. I'm looking and at I listen now. to it. I mean, in, a, in, a, yeah, in every song, gospel. he talks about that's Jesus on it. And I think that's great. I'm not... I'm not, but when I listen to him talk, his yeah, theology is off. But this is what he currently believes. So he can't mm -hmm. be the spokesperson yeah. for our generation. And what's crazy is there's churches that had him in their church. Yeah. But that's what we always do. We like to bring somebody that's popular because that's how we're going to get, mm -hmm. you know, in contact with the generation. But like, no, we have to vet these people. Like everybody should not be able to speak into your life. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like just just piggyback on that statement. Like I don't, I don't think um like this is not being said as a strike against Kanye, right? Like we like we we're, yeah. we're being shown very publicly his walk. You know what I mean? So it's like this guy is you yeah know, he's, he's a new convert, right? and I pray God continues it. But he can't be the he can't he can't yeah. be the spoke person for Black Christianity. He's not he's not the spoke person for me. Uh, right, right, and. 
<laughs> and, and you yeah. know, like, uh, if he now, if I need a beat, if I need a beat, I'm, a, I'm a, like, I'm gonna call him. That's what he do. <laughs> but, but, but he's not the he, he's not the yes, he, he got to put some time in and spend some time with God and let allow God to correct his theology. Yeah. And we should not be following him or turning others to follow him or anybody else for that nature if they have not been vetted through the process. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 First Timothy verse says like. Yeah. A, uh, a new convert shouldn't be yeah. a leader because you know they could be become conceited and stuff like that and fall under judgment um and i think it speaks to that that other uh note that we had in there for this episode about discipleship mm. um and the importance of it because you know we've been in this covid thing for going on two years now and i think um i think yeah, it's yeah. shown us like the importance of fellowship and gathering together you know like in the importance of discipleship, I mean, we don't know. Kanye seems to, yeah. what I've heard him say is that Sunday service is his church, that he's created a church. And it just shows the the importance and the lack of um, us understanding that we are all Christ's church. Like, yeah. we shouldn't have these factions and divisions. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's a hard way to get away from it right now. And it probably won't end until Christ comes back, but you know, there should be some, how, how is it that somebody as popular as Kanye can't be discipled? Like we're not talking about someone who no one knows you or I, like we, we get saved, you know, walking down the street and then, you know, we got to figure out how to find a church and, you know, like we got to figure it out on ourselves and we make, stumbles along the way in our first couple years of being you know christians we teach strange stuff or we believe strange stuff and we believe what this guy says we saw on the yeah. internet no 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 like this is kanye mm-hmm. how is well, it that the church can't disciple well, him yeah like yeah. it's it's it, I, I never thought about it but now i'm like how is the most popular person on earth discipleship we can't disciple choice. him it's not it, it's not me coming and capturing you and making you my slave and you're going to follow my ordinances. Mm -hmm. Disciples, in order for you to be a disciple Mm -hmm. of anyone, you must recognize that that particular person knows more than you and is to some extent, you know, Mm -hmm. just for all practical purposes, you know, greater than you, if you will. Um, but if your mm-hmm. idea that you're a god, then there's nobody for you to submit to. So yeah, like the, yeah. It, it, it don't work. Who you're a disciple for? Who God has given? God has made me a god. So I ha- I am the answer, and you know I'm a god. I, I'm equal with anybody. I know more than anybody, or I know just as much as you, or whatever. So then you begin to choose people who you see, who you think is at somewhat of your level. There's no real submission to that. You know, discipleship isn't the, the, the word disciple isn't mm-hmm. exclusive to Christianity. I mean, when we look at some of the great philosophers from Aristotle and those guys, they all had disciples. There were people who sought them out, who wanted to learn from them. So when it comes to us being mm-hmm. Christians, we have to see ourselves as first and foremost, Christ's disciple. We want to learn from him. I'm subjecting myself to him like I'm not a God. He's God. Mm-hmm. He's Lord. I'm not mm-hmm. a Lord. Uh and then once I submit to him and his authority, his authority tells me that he's placed some earthly authority here for us to learn until we all mature. 
And that's the part of becoming a part of a church and becoming a part of a community and submitting yourself to the community so that you can grow. And then at some point you disciple others as well. Mm -hmm. So it's hard. Uh, it's, here's what Jesus said about the rich man. He didn't say that the rich won't inherit the kingdom of heaven. He said it's hard for the rich to inherit the kingdom of heaven. It's hard for people mm -hmm. with influence to humble themselves and submit to somebody else. Yeah. 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 And you think about a particular, like, like the status that he's at now. You know what I mean? Like he, he, nine billion dollars, and now he sits on top right. of like, the Christian charts. Like, what are you going to like? Just when we're just talking about that, like, yeah. what can you teach me? Like, I'm <sighs> man. Yeah. yeah, and and God is rewarding just, me. Just being, yeah, I was about to say, just being honest. Like, listening to that podcast, and you know, in previous uh, conversations he's had, right, interviews and, and whatnot. He would always kind of say, like, yeah. you know, like, like point to the fact that he's worth a certain amount of money and say, look, God is, look what God has done. And it's, you know, yeah, like God can bless in that way, of course. You know what I mean? But then, like, if God is already, like, if he, in your yeah. mindset, God has already blessed you in that capacity, right? Like, yeah, what do you mean? Like, like, God is already doing this to me. Like, what do you I, mean? I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a God. doing everything right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Like, who are you? To, like, what have you done? How much money mm -hmm. he give you? So, <laughs> Ultimately, what would probably happen, and I pray that yeah, it doesn't, yeah. but it probably yeah. will because I've had to experience it in some levels. So those who exalt yes, themselves Same here. will be humble, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Yes, mm -hmm. So wow. in, in, in my small little yeah. world, who nobody knew, knew who I was, I was popular within my own circle, but... I came into Christianity and I was puffed up on like this, like who, who I am in the street. And I tried to, I, I'm, I'm that same popular guy in the church and like, I could do this and I could do that. And God had to humble me to show me just how small I am in his larger plan. And once I got to that point and I was able to be humbled and actually sit and learn, then he began to sit to do the exalting. But when I come in, like, you know, well, I'm this and I'm that, dude, like, mm. that's problem. And we, I mean, and unfortunately, we see this in leadership in the church today. And I'm not going to touch that because then we end up going into the conversation that even now, and I'll just use myself as an example. Like, I'm a pastor of a church. My name is out on the building. When people come, they're coming to see me. Like, dude, that's a very fine line that you walk that you don't become very narcissistic that it becomes about you and not the people because then at what at some point what makes me any different than any other entertainer that's selling tickets and i'm out sold out shows so we have to be very 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 careful because promotion comes from god it doesn't come from man and if we automatically come in think and even now there's people there's pastors that i reach out to that i check in with that when I need information, there's pastors that I'm still learning from because we can't see ourselves greater than the, the, than the body. But you can't come in and the Bible tells us that we're a body and we all have equal responsibility. But I come in and say, well, I'm a God. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Man. Do you think there is this is going a whole different direction, though, but. Do you think there is some kind of um, 
because all right, Kanye's saying like, look, look what God's doing. How are you gonna tell me that? You know, do you think there is some validity to the idea of okay, my my church is increasing, so I must be doing something right, or my membership is going up, I must be doing something right. I'm I am. If you're not a pastor, I'm I'm I just got a promotion at work. I must be doing something right. Like, is there any validity yes. to that thinking of hey, you, I'm I, I will agree with you something, a thousand percent. Something's going well. If your church is growing, your business is growing, you got a promotion at work, I don't know, you you bought a new house, you got a new car, you paid something off. Yes, you are doing something right. I agree. You got a banging marketing team, you threw you you ran a good campaign or something, but that does not mean that you're following or submitted to God because you did something. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to like you don't like I, you, you've all heard me say this. Yeah. Like you don't have to be saved in order to get a promotion at your job or to get a good job. Here's what you need to do. If if your yeah. if college is your route, then go to school, stay in them books, get good grades. Graduate at the top of your class, find a job at a good company, and dedicate your time to becoming the best who you can be in your in that particular field. And watch how you grow in it. And you can still be a sinner and do that. Yeah, that's absolutely true. It has absolutely yeah. nothing to do with right. being saved. Yeah. Just, you know, I, I love Doctor Tig. Uh, yeah. He's he's retired. He he was yep. the former president of uh, Lancaster Bible College. He opened up every graduation with this saying, and he would laugh. It was on a little corny joke. He says, "He says salvation is by grace, but these diplomas is by works. <laughs> you got to come in and do some work. It ain't got nothing to do with grace. So there, 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 there's a human element part of that now. The other part of it, can God bless us with these things? Absolutely. But material blessings yeah. is not necessarily... Uh, a sign that God approves of what we're doing because Satan mm. gives rewards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think I think when uh, yeah, right, yeah, like that's and that's it's difficult to <laughs> to yeah. to uh, determine. Think about it. Satan took <laughs> exactly Jesus. It, Satan took from. Jesus on the, on the pinnacles and said, "Hey, <laughs> if you submit to me, mm-hmm. watch this." He said that I will give you all of this. We forget that he is called the prince of the air. He's been given authority to do things here on earth. So, you know, just because, you know, we don't rose to stardom don't necessarily mean that that's God either. And just because that person that's homeless on the street, that don't mean that that ain't one of God's angels either. God looks at the inward heart of man. Look at the heart of man. We judge the outward appearance. So we think that because people have something mm-hmm. and they seem to be influential that well obviously, you know, they're approved of of God. Like, no. Yes. So why why do yeah. <sighs> never mind. Go ahead. You gotta ask. Nah, you about to, I, I cut you off. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, cut you I don't off. know if we was going down the same street. We might be, but I was gonna okay. say like I think I feel like people equate yeah. that exaltation yeah. with worldly success and can't really see exaltation in any other way. You know, like is there is there a different type of exaltation? You know what I mean that that um that is not worldly or material that you know could could be. Um, received here <laughs> i feel like i'm asking silly questions but like how else do we evaluate exaltation here's a mm-hmm. here's a simple answer and it's probably not so simple man 
judge the spirit by the spirit. Mm. That's, 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 that's like, that's what he's there for. Mm. But that requires like us, like really being some talking about submission submitted to him again and not submitted to our own thoughts and our own ideas and our own, you know, what we perceive to be what, I mean, and this is the whole problem with Jesus. They didn't, here's why they didn't want Jesus. I mean, here's the backdrop in our Bible. So they believe that the Messiah was coming. They still believe that the Messiah is coming. But they knew that the Messiah would be in the line of David. Well, who was David? David was this great king in Israel. So he came with great riches and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But David was also a warrior. And here's where heritage come into play because they... They they, 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 they they got off on like what line it came through but they believed that the Messiah was going to come from this line of David it was going to be this it was going to be this kingly line which in fact that he was but this dude was born this this king was born like in a cave with animals around dung and all that other stuff he grew up a humble life like he was a blue-collar worker his father was a blue-collar worker they were carpenters so truly you can't be the king that we looking for like mm-hmm. dude where's your where's where's the royalty and all of this yeah they were looking for that but he came right. in the form of this but he was no less like king he he, he is king yeah mm-hmm. yeah wow. that that question mark is too makes me think of um just the whole idea of the scripture Jesus. No, that was me. I was, I was Wait, my, my phone. I put my charger on and oh, yeah. turned my phone sideways. I, I hold it. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. My bad. <laughs> no, but uh, just storing up treasure, you know, in heaven. And, you know, I think when we, when we think about, like, how are we exalted here by Christ, you know, and not the world, that question, um, we got to look at what he says is valuable we got to look at the people that he says are happy we got to look at the people that he says um are blessed and what what does that look like i mean the beatitudes you know wow none you we we don't ever see christ saying like you know you are going to be so much happier if you have all the wealth in the world like he's he talks about spiritual and heart things that are going to show signs of your whatever you want to call it godliness or your approval and all that type of stuff your faith obviously is number one but love your peace your joy your mercy your kindness to others your grace loving others as you will love like all this type of stuff has to do with your 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 heart and so yeah if if you're growing in that way and god is continuing obviously to reveal himself to you too yeah and show him sides of you that you haven't known before that all of that stuff is what we should be that's the stuff that matters exaltation in in christ if that's the stuff that matters like if we are poor but we have all i mean what did paul say i have you know he he said he had all kind of revelation and peter said that about him and you know it's clear like he had all this stuff from god that he just was given yeah like that is that is the riches right there. Like yeah. that's when God is saying, "Like yeah. I am pleased with you." And here, yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna give you all this stuff about me and, and Jesus. Yeah, we and teach we really stuff. have to reprogram ourselves <laughs> about wow. like what's rich, like what's rich, and and, and and what's rich, or like there's a different. Yeah. Even when it comes to natural money, 
man, some new guy got, you know, get a couple million dollars. Like, yeah, you rich. In comparison to somebody that comes from a family that they've been wealthy, like, for generations and generations. It's two totally different things. So even mm -hmm. when we compare earthly riches, yeah. material things, none of that stuff compares to the fullness and the riches riches of God. Like the Bible tells us that he's given us mm -hmm. everything that pertains to life and godliness. Paul says that I pray that your heart would be enlightened on his immeasurable riches. Like how could I gain an understanding? It says mm -hmm. that his riches are immeasurable. It's not just talk. It's not talking about money. I mean, we're talking about God, the creator of all things. Right. So Paul talked about yeah. all of his earthly accolades right. about, he told us about, even when we talk about heritage, Paul was able to tell you not only that he was a Jew, he was able to tell you what tribe he came from. Going back to us looking for that identity. That's good. Paul was able to tell you where he went to school from. He was tell you all of this stuff. And those things are good, but he says that I consider all of that stuff dumb in comparison to the riches or, or, or me knowing Christ is what he says. And the knowing was not this informational knowing that that word no literally meant intimacy. It's, it's the same word that is used when it says that Abraham knew his wife. It, it's talking about that becoming one with him. Paul said that becoming one with Christ is far more valuable than any earthly thing that I've ever achieved. And, 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 and that's what we have to start looking at when it comes to riches. I like stuff. Do I want stuff? Absolutely. But that stuff don't make me approved by God because I, I show yeah. up with some stuff, you know. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, was thinking I mean, about, I will say, go ahead. I was thinking about your question earlier, Jason, like, is there any validity to that? Like seeing church growth? You know, but yes, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, go ahead. Us, you know, because I think, you know, I think the church I growth think, is evaluated. It has to be evaluated correctly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like twenty members becoming more and more like Christ versus like yeah. ten new members just coming in. You know, yeah. you know people just coming because yeah. they like. That's because your church, church has ten thousand, and my yeah, has. I think if you're ten, don't mean that you know. <laughs> And I think if you like church growth, I mean, we don't have a yeah. God is the one who is judging the hearts and we don't have a way to say like, hey, you know, your your church grew in a true biblical manner. Like, <laughs> right. well, we may be able to evaluate some of that stuff, but, you know, like you can you can grow your church by yeah. giving ten dollars out to everybody who enters the door every week. You know, your, your church will grow <laughs> if, if they know, hey, that yeah. church gives out money every week. Wow. Your church is going to grow. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? Exponentially, probably. So yeah. it's not even about that. It's about and my my question was was uh, part of it was I was just thinking about how it seems like oftentimes, just like in any other walk of life, like people start to listen to other yeah. people because of where they're at. Mm -hmm. So like. You know, you'll see pastors now. I, I get to a point where, you know, uh, I don't know. Tony Evans is my spiritual father now because I'm. So I gotta go I've, find. I've, I gotta go find a spiritual father that's up that level, or you know, where yeah, that, of that level, right? Where, yeah, where that pastor that is that level, from or, church, you know, the one that was praying for you, the one that used to give you money when you ain't had no money, the one that was all the one yeah. that actually. Uh, right, disciple, right. you you've gotten too big for that because yeah. they're not at your level. Like, nah, that's 
Yeah, and it's like, wow. and you want to run with, like I see it where the guys who made it to whatever level of success, now they have to run with the other guys who were at that level. Yeah. But it's like, that yeah. isn't really what Christ is after. He's not after that. He's after like going oh, for, man. like, anyway. So I get it. Get it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, that earthly success, yeah. It's, um, well, I think uh, you know, it's been a solid two hours. I, I'm, solid I'm still waiting hours. for my. I'm wait, um, still waiting for y'all to send me, you know, my portion of the skit. Sure. You know, so I, I want my, <laughs> I want my voice or the voiceover. <laughs> y'all open up all that <laughs> stuff, man. Y'all be playing. Y'all be playing me. <laughs> You gotta submit. You gotta submit. Yeah, uh, I, need, I, need to be a, I need to be a disciple. I need to be a disciple first. No. <laughs> I thought you meant you gotta submit. Oh, uh, you need I, to be I a disciple. Become, I gotta become a disciple. My bad. <laughs> <don't understand> that <laughs> out. Hey, Valeria, thank you for watching. Thank you for watching. Watch and Michelle. Yeah, thank you everybody yeah, for, for watching and yeah. constant uh, feedback. This was nice. Yeah, Pastor G, we are. Uh, Certainly appreciate your time yeah. and the insight, yes, you know, all the information, yes, sir. man. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Um, you know, we definitely uh, <laughs> are going to tell people to come get yeah, they, tickets to the great Gregory Bartlow. <laughs> well, show. I know I, I know somebody who ain't bought a ticket. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mark, I see you at church in a minute, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I got to come check you out, man. <laughs> But, uh, no, I, love, I, I love you guys. Truly man. awesome teacher, man. Um, definitely uh, appreciate you. Likewise, love you too. Love you too. Love you too so. well, y'all, we'll get you uh, back on here soon, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we stay regular. So, uh, you know. We'll see what the Lord says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if y'all have my level. You know <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm about to go downstairs oh, and catch this last bit of news. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. All right, family. We will see y'all on the next one. Thank you. All right.